Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot Plates and Grapes podcast. My name is Aaron Mays, and I have here Maxime Belfan, uh, the bar director at Moby's in East Hampton. <laughs> hi, hi, everybody. So, and we also have today with the main Chapelle, the Beaujolais Village. Woohoo! may perfect breakfast wine. Yep. I'm gonna open this bad boy up Let's and go. start off by asking you, how are you doing, man? I'm like, good. Sincerely, how, how, how's you? How's your family? Everybody back home. I'm really good, brother. I um, yeah, everybody. Well, yeah, to start to start with that, family back home in France. Uh, I'm from a small town close to Paris, and yeah, I've been very lucky. My mom is a nurse, and you know she was very busy obviously during uh, during this whole thing. You know, it's still going in France right now, uh, but she's been good. Uh, my dad is retired, but he's also been good. You know, trying to uh, stay busy. Uh, my little brother Paul lives in in Paris and never stopped working, but um, you know. Keep it together. He's good. He's happy. He's healthy. So yeah, no, no, no complaints, man. Everything is good. That's good. Um, yeah, and uh, on a personal level, I just came back from the Hamptons. Oh, I nice. Finished the season. Are you work with me? Yeah, at I did. Bobby's. I did. Had the honor to. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did a, a crazy season over there. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Um, all right. All right. It smells like uh, Cabernet Franc. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good to go. Good? Yeah. Cool. All right, Max. Cheers to you, man. Thank you for joining me. My brother. Yes. Thank you so much. From the other mother and from the other side of the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> We're together here. Ooh. Tastes like, um, like a delicious wine from my country. Indeed. It's pretty nice. Parcel? I love it. Supposedly I'm saying it completely wrong. I think it's more like parcel. Parcel? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way you're really supposed to say it's it. Not, it's not bad. Great wine, curated, yeah. small amount, but it's like all the bottles are good. Everything is amazing. Delicious. Like Can great have another producers. Sip, in fact, yeah, oh, dude, feel free to drink as much as you want. This is this is the place to do uh, it. I have I have a lot of things to do today. I'm yeah. gonna try to pace myself, but this is very nice. Nice, nice touch. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Christine, for letting me use this. Yeah, thank you, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> so literally just came back last night. A friend of mine gave me a ride from. Uh, from Moby's and that's it you know I'm done I'm done with that it was uh, it was an amazing journey at a right time yeah um, yeah next uh, next chapter I'm, um, I'm I'm flying in three days actually I'm going to um, to Mexico really? for the winter so wow that's what's happening that's a best that's a really good place to spend a winter yeah why not why not <laughs> yeah why not is right yeah so what were the major adjustments for you during COVID for you personally <sighs> I mean it's been a few so uh, my so I worked at Moby's during summer, but my uh, my current job, the one I'm, I'm, I've been doing for the past eight years, was uh, working for a company called Avroco, mm -hmm. uh, which is a, a design company primarily, but they also have a, uh, an hospitality side. Of oh, it. nice! Um, so they have places, used to have places, um, such as uh, Saxon and Prol, which is a, a restaurant bar on Bleecker and Bowery, yes, and Ghost Donkey. Um, so that's the place that we have in New York, and then we have other places um, all over the world, like in Vegas, New Zealand, London, etc. Um, so I was, um, I am currently the bar director for that company. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm yeah. glad you're still with them. Still with them. Yeah. Still have my visa with them because you know how I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm French. You know the the whole yeah. thing. I'll, I'll develop that later with you. But yeah, uh, um, yeah, things have closed, so this is why I went to the Hamptons and work over there. So. Um, I had three months of a little bit of struggle and, you know, adjusting, obviously, like not being able to work was very strange yeah. for me because I, I normally work a lot. You know, I'm, uh, 
the type of guy that likes to be busy, you know, involved with so many different things and, you know, being uh, working for a company with so many places and different bars and concept and, you know, also do a lot of freelance for other restaurants and, and brands. Oh, very busy. Then. Yeah. I, and yeah. I like, I like to be like that, you right. know, um, it was, it was hard, you know, waking up in the morning and, and be like, okay, what am I doing today? Yeah. You know, what's, what's going on? So I was lucky. I, um, I got involved with uh, with a few different uh, people, like brands and stuff like that, to do some work from home. You know, either recipes or like talking about like what we do. You know, like uh, what I'm doing with you. Right. <laughs> make a little bit of money on the side because um, because of my visa status. Yes. And like many other people in this industry and others, I could not um, get unemployment, which was rough. You know, living in New York City, paying rent every month. You know, it's it was a bit of a struggle and seeing yeah. your bank account going down every week, yeah, every chipping, month. Chipping, yeah, it's a little stress gets to get higher and higher. It's a little scary. Wow. So, you know, the adjustment was me getting like, you know, trying to be healthy, like go on a bike ride every day, work out every day, you know, trying to read a book, even if I did not really succeed on that. Um, <laughs> playing a little video games here. Now I came back at play, uh, playing video games. I don't think I've done that for like, I don't know, maybe 20 years. Wow. Know? Yeah. Wow. It was the game, fun. The game has literally changed so much. Yeah, it helped. It <laughs> good helped. time to come in, though. Movies. Yeah. Um, I had my best friend, actually, that moved in with uh, with me uh, in Bed-Stuy, Nacho Ignacio Jimenez, uh, which helped. You know, we were cooking every day, going to, like, the grocery store, which was the, the most exciting things yeah. to do. Because your time. creative energy was probably just yeah. waiting to just go out there. Yeah. So, like, let's get some food. Like, yeah, creating a menu, whatever, stuff. like, you know, sm- you know, like, smoking a little weed at yeah. night and <laughs> drinking a beer while cooking. It was uh-huh. the best thing. Like, honestly, yeah. like we, we, you know, I'll, I'll definitely keep some good memories from it. For it sure. was a, it was an adjustment. Like you said, you right. know, it was, it was not easy, but you know, we did it. And then it's a, it's an unprecedented time. Yep. Well, when it comes down to doing nothing and then you can still do something uh, for yourself. It's almost like you're doing something for like your, your own in your soul. Absolutely. You're not, you're not working for somebody. You're not putting money in somebody else's pocket. You're not yep. trying, trying to stay alive. You're just living at this point. Correct. You could do, you're doing what you want and you enjoyed it. Yeah. Everybody had that opportunity. I personally loved it too. You uh-huh. know, so I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I was doing some cooking. Yeah. I was buying like half a case of wine every week, just That's trying it. like, whoa, really yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's an unprecedented time and I, I stoked it up for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it, it was yeah particular. It was not expected because you know, especially working in this industry, you know, the hospitality industry, you think like, you know, it might be a crisis, an economical one, like and and others like, but you don't think you would be affected that much. Yeah. But a virus will definitely hurt that industry and and the people yeah. that work in it. So, yeah, it was it was hard to understand and the process of it and and see the light, but you know. We, we yeah, because the health, the um, food industry already has already so many health concerns and safety issues already. You throw a virus on top of that, it's pretty much yeah. impossible. It, it's making we're making it happen now. We we definitely made it happen in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to tell me some more about how that went down because I was there for uh, a chunk of it, but not the yeah, not the entire thing, not the beginning, not the very very mm-hmm. end. So. I, I saw some of like the middle ground where it was like, everyone's like, it's a lot better, uh-huh. you know? So I, I need to hear more of that later. Yeah, no but um, so a little bit about you. Um, you. So you said you grew up in a small time outside of Paris mm-hmm. um, and you were anxious to see the world. You moved to London at your, when you were 20 years old to learn English, but you began working in the kitchen. Yeah. You actually went to school to become a chef. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just kind of like myself, you realized that the dark and antisocial kitchen wasn't the place for you. So you set out to work where you could find interact with guests 
Um, so you went to work behind the bar at Ronnie Scott, the London's most famous jazz club, Correct. where you started as a barback. Got to start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. You learned his way up around the bar and was trained by some of the city's most decorated bartenders during that process and quickly moved up to being a bartender. Uh, you were eventually promoted to bar manager, major step, but you ran a cocktail program for three years. Uh, most places, most people just do one and they're done and move on, but three years means you're a staple. I like to stick to places. Nah, yeah, yeah, I feel you. And you did a short stint in Mexico as well. Yep. Uh, you made your way to New York City, greatest place on earth, where you <laughs> used your knowledge to get a job at a wine shop. I, I would like to work at a wine shop personally. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah. And shortly thereafter, you worked at Joint Saxon Paroli, yeah. where you learned the cocktail culture and the tricks of the trade from world-renowned bartenders, barmen, Naren Young, and Masa Urashido, climbing up the ranks to be the bar director, which you currently hold positions now. Correct. And so COVID, just like the rest of us, industry, we're left unemployed. You found your way to East Hamptons, working at the restaurant <laughs> of the year, <laughs> in my opinion. Busiest, that's for sure. Moby's. Uh, and you've also been featured in lots of articles, lots of, Google was crazy. I typed the name in and it was just, <laughs> so you're featured in the Daily Beast, Cocktail Courier, Thirsty Max, Punch Drink, Liquor.com, and so many more. So let's talk, let's go back to the grassroots. Um, you're, the place outside of Paris is called Chartres? Chartres. Chart. Yeah, okay. so you don't pronounce the E and the S at the end. Okay, all right. So small town. Learning that. Um, yeah, born and raised. Um, I yeah, grew up there until my 20s. Beautiful, like, you know, it's the kind of place you go and visit for sure when you're in France because it's just an hour, an hour outside of Paris. Yeah. It's about 60, 60 to 65,000 uh, people living there. Um, medieval town, a lot of history. We have a beautiful cathedral. Yeah. But it's about it. You know, there's not much to do, to be honest. It's a little boring. Yeah. Uh, but a good thing is that we have Paris not too far away. So, you know, even younger, I used to go there and, you know, and go to Paris to, like, either go out, party. And I've always been, like, I don't know, big cities always did something to me. I was right. like, oh, my God. I never lived in Paris, per se, or like, only for a couple of months. But um, but I always had that fascination for, for, big, ci- for big cities. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I... Uh, uh, school was never a really big thing for me. I don't never loved school for some reason. <laughs> right. or, uh, it's hard to love. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I never. I was never really like you know. I was going to school to like hang out with my friend. Really, like never, never really loved it. But at the age of at the age of fifteen, I uh, decided to go to culinary school and 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 start working basically. Um, s- part of my family have a restaurant in in Chartres in my cool. city. Nice, nice. Um, so you know, growing up and I've. I've I used to go to that restaurant, hang out in the kitchen a little bit, and like feel the atmosphere. And I, I, don't, I don't know, it was something that always, um, I don't know, there's something that I always liked about it. Yeah. You know, there is energy. There's a the yeah. magical. Yeah. When it's all in motion. Yeah. It's a sight, and there is an attraction. Yeah. For sure. And I remember hanging out with that chef in the kitchen. He was cool. You know, he was showing me things around. And I was, I was very young. I was maybe 12, 13. Yeah. And so I started uh, culinary school back in my town, and. I think maybe I was a little too young. Um, the hours uh, working with a chef, like, which was a little tough, you know, a French kitchen it was it was not easy every day. Um, right. And after a year, I I quit. I learned a lot. To be honest, it taught me a lot about working, work ethic. You know, definitely shaped the way I am today. But uh, but it was not something that I was ready for. Right. Um, so I went back and 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 did actually a business school for. A couple of years cool um and then uh yeah i was at the end at the age of 20 i i decided to to move to london um the story is i got heartbroken 
Uh, yeah, it happens. For, you know, first love, you know. Pimps go up there from time to time. Yep. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm actually very happy about, yeah. you know, because I decided to 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 leave to leave uh, to leave my city and and see something else, you know. And I think it was time for me. And yeah, the first the first job that I got in London, so I literally went from my small town to London. Yeah. It, was, it was not in between. It was like not a stop somewhere else in France. And and I moved there. I'm not really speaking English. So the first job I got. Um, that I, the only job I could get was in a French restaurant, you know. Um, that's actually qu very ironic. Yep. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So I went back to kitchen, and yeah. you know that. So cooking saved me somehow. You know, okay. I um and the first the first months I, I really struggled. You know, I sold my car in France. I didn't have much money. You know, it's like let's go. I had a backpack on, and 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 you know, I was like, well, let's see what happened. You know, let's go for an adventure. And I was really motivated. I really wanted to to make it over there. Um, and I moved to this like little hostel, um, but it was uh, uh, something very eye-opening because I lived with a, a bunch of people from everywhere in Europe and the world. Like we had some Canadians, we had some Americans, we had Spanish, Italian. Oh, you had a little French. melting pot in no, there. No, no, it yeah. was in, it was incredible. It was like nice. a, a family. Like just imagine a bunch of like twenty-year-old, like in their twenties, you know, moving to a city. Um, so I. I loved it. It was something incredible, and did not want it to to let that go, you know. So I found this job uh, in that French kitchen. Pretty, I was pretty lucky because I was struggling. I was running out of money, and one night it was like really late. I was, I used to share that room with like three other dudes. Really wow. nice guy, but like it was a lot. Yeah. You know, you you're twenty year old. You don't really care about those things, right, but right. still, it was like a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> and like midnight, you know, this guy walks into my room. I'm like. He stopped. I was like, dude, I'm sleeping. Like, what are you doing? And I don't know that guy. But I look closer and I'm like, actually, I do know that guy. So this dude was from my hometown, from Chartres. Really? Living in London for a few months. <laughs> and he was working in that French restaurant. And so I'm like, dude, we know each other, right? You're from, you're from Chartres. Like, yeah. And he recognized me as well. I'm like, small town thing. Incredible. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing here? I started chatting and he goes, so what are you doing? You, you need something? Like, yeah. you need a job? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm struggling right now. What do you have? I'll do anything. Clean plates, like whatever. Like, honestly, at this point, I'm like, just give me anything. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, come for an interview tomorrow with the chef. And that was it. So that's, that's how I started. So I worked there Lovely. for six months. Um, and then after six months, I was like, you know, I, I need to do something else. Like cooking is not a thing for right. me. Like I enjoyed it. It helped me a lot. Improved my English as well a little bit. But uh, I need to do something else. And another friend of mine gave me the opportunity at Ronnie Scott. So I trained there. And, you know, like like you said in in my uh, little bio thing, like yeah. I, I met, I was very lucky because it, my, my entire life, honestly, I've been very lucky. Um, if I look back, because I, I met some, some incredible people, passionate people about what they do, you know, bartending. And, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to be like them, you know, rock stars yeah. behind the bar. I was like, this is this is the shit. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And it combines creating, playing with flavor, which I love about cooking. And I still cook for myself, for my friends. I love cooking. Like, yeah. that's what I do every day. Like a small, intimate group maximum, though. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. No 200 covers. No, no, that, no, no, yeah. no, 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 hell no. Hell right. No. But, um, yeah, and then, and then talking to people, which is something I, I enjoy doing, you know. I, younger, I was maybe more of an introvert. But now, because of bartending, I'm, I'm more of an extrovert, and I'm, I'm, it's easy for me to talk to people, and and I really enjoy that part. You know, it pushed me to be, to be someone else, to be some someone that I wanted to do to to be. You know, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been uh, it's been 
14 years of bartending, man. Wow. Yeah. Journeyman. Yeah. Yeah. Seasoned, seasoned vet. Yeah. So uh, what would you say was a turning point, like the major you knew you kind of, you made it, like you knew that this was, like when you, what was that time? Was there an exact shift that you realized I'm locked into this? This is, this is who I am. This is who I want to be now. When that that when I'm first started at Ronnie Scott, you know, like working as a bar back um, and seeing those guys working behind the bar, and you know, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. This, yeah. is, this is what definitely was a, a turning. But yeah, it was incredible. Like I've never been in this atmosphere as well. Like, you know. Uh, room full of people drinking cocktails like and it, it, 14 years ago in even in Paris it was not it was not really a thing like cocktails called cocktail culture like right. you know and I was definitely not used to that and I loved it you know yeah. I thought it was incredible you, it's like a whole new world yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's this whole show like it's like those guys get paid to do that <laughs> it's like yo sign me in yeah give me in yeah there. um so yeah definitely like Ronnie Scott was a turning point and I had another one later on in life when I moved to New York um that actually you know took that that as a this is gonna be my career you know like I, I wanna I wanna do more about um bartending and it's not only bartending it's there's it, a, a bunch of of different aspects that I realized um when I when I first moved to to New York that's good what was that first big outing experience when you, once you were solidified in the industry? What was one place that you went to that it could have been your recognition off the soul merit of who you are? Or what was um, a moment for you that was just big when you reached that certain pinnacle in your career? Uh, when I first started at, at Saxon and Pearl, um, you know, I moved, I moved to, this, to, to New York, not really knowing anyone. Or, uh, but, uh, but again, lucky star. Um, Naren Young and Lyndon Pride at the time uh, yeah. were running the, the program over there. And, uh, you know, they took me in under their wings and, 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 you know, really made me who I am today, like, you know, as, as a bartender and, and, and more. Um, and when we, uh, we, we started w winning a bunch of awards. Uh, nice. So 2013, we won uh, Best International uh, Restaurant Bar at Tales of the Cocktails, which was a big thing. And, you know, I, that's when I realized, like, damn, I'm a part of something really special. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah, good. Congrats, man. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was good. It was, it was really good. And then in 2016, I was then the, the bar the bar manager uh, working on the Masa Hiroshido, uh, who owns Katana Kitten. I don't know if, you, if yeah, you've ever uh, been. Yeah, I went to, actually went for the first time Yeah. a couple weeks ago. I was yearning to go there. Great, great bar. And it was totally worth it yeah, yeah. totally uh, th that guy is, is something else you know um and we won uh best american restaurant bar uh at tells of the cocktails wow. and uh that 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 thing what that time was like you know being in that room and you know hearing the the name of your bar that you work at every day yeah getting awarded for something that you do you know passionately was something you know extremely um rewarding and you know it's, it was something very special so i think that that was like <clears throat> That moment, I was like, "Damn, this is I'm doing I'm doing the right thing. You yeah. know? It's cool. <laughs> I, I, I like what I do, and 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 you know, people notice what we do, and yeah. it was good. Yeah, cool. So you could probably walk into a spot and they'd be like, "Oh, that's that's Maxime." Yeah, I don't know. No, but, no. I mean, I'm not that. No. Did, did you dine out often? Yeah, yeah I enjoyed, but you know, I've got like, yeah, I like I like trying new things, going going to new places, and I have obviously a lot of friends in this industry, like being in the U.S. for eight years, in New yeah. York for eight years, so, yeah, but, uh, and I, being a dope bartender on top of that, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, somebody's bound to like you. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but I just like to go out and see my friends, you know, yeah. just, 
that's what I like to do. I got you. Yeah. So comparing that to childhood, did you ever see yourself doing this? Yeah. No, not really. To be honest, no. no. I, uh, you know, like I grew up a lot with my grandparents, and they like they loved traveling. So I think like I always had the travel bug. You know, I was like, okay, like traveling is good. You know, it's yeah. something something nice. Learning a new new culture, meeting new people. You know, have different point of views and visions and stuff like that. So that's something. As soon as I started traveling, I like yes, traveling is the best investment you can do to yourself. Yeah. Um, but as a kid growing up in that small town, I never thought that I would do that. What's the usual, um, let's say, trajectory for somebody um, from your small, from your hometown? <laughs> like, what's the how does life usually play out? Because for me, it's very high school, college, come back home, live with your parents, get a nine to five, boom, get yeah. a dog and die. You so know? that's do that French version of it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's the same so, thing. So a little more removed, a little more sherry. Yeah, and and some fucking baguette every yeah. day. You know, I was like, I don't know. It's yeah. It's when I come back, I still have some friends over there but not many like my childhood friends which is you know it is what it is uh i still in touch with a few of them right but it's not like you know we're not close like maybe because they don't necessarily understand what i do or you know which also like time just pull people apart you know it what does. i mean and we don't have the same life and i left 14 years ago, I'm not, I'm not the same anymore. They, then, you know, they're doing their own thing and, you know, I'm not judging and I will never judge them for, for what they decide to do in life as long as they're happy, you know, that, that's what I needed to do for myself. Right. Um, but yeah, I still like one of, uh, one of my best friend, Mattia, who, uh, actually lived in Paris and, you know, we, the, I'm, there's the only one that I'm still much in touch with. Right. Um, and yeah, but that, that's about it. But that's what happens, you know. Yeah. As you get older, circuit gets smaller. Yeah. You know, eventually it becomes like a Cheerio, and that's that's fine. You know. That's it. No need for this massive. Yeah, yeah. People, you know, just keep it intimate, keep it nice. Yeah. And that's some fine. people stick to your life, some don't. Right. It is I, what it is. It's, it's the it's the vicious cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so uh, give me um, some some ideas about some uh, information about movies. Let's let's segue to that. Movies. This, this, this is a special question. Damn. So special question, special yeah. place. When'd you start there? How, like, were you there during takeout through everything or? No. So I arrived. Um, so I got connected. I was supposed to go to Charleston and open a place with a friend of mine. South Carolina? Yeah. What? But <laughs> a week, not even, like a few days before they were like, you know, booking my plane ticket, Airbnb. Um, they called me and they're like, Max, we have a surge of uh, COVID in, in, in Charleston. Some of the staff have it. We're not going to open. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, you know, not working for three months. This was like my perfect plan. Like I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna get on a plane, amazing, travel a little bit, go to a place I don't know, and it did not happen. Right. But that same guy, Julian, was uh, was actually uh, working back in the day at Surf Lodge okay. in, in yeah. Montauk. And he was, he knew uh, Lincoln and, and Nick yeah. uh, through a friend, and I got connected. Everybody's like friends that. out there, it seems like. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's small town, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like, do you, do you wanna do you wanna go and work over there? Those guys are looking for people because they are opening. Takeout was a thing, but now they can have people inside. Um, and so I called them right away. I was like, I'm interested in the job. He asked me to uh, Nick actually asked one of the owner asked me to send him a resume. I said, yeah, sure, but I haven't done a resume for years, yeah. you know. So I had to like work on my resume. I got a little help, and yeah. you know, I was like, okay, cool. I sent him my resume, uh, bio. And uh, 
Yeah, and he was like, yeah, just, uh, he called me like a couple of days later and he's like, come on Saturday, uh, we have work for you. And I was like, okay. Not knowing, <laughs> literally not knowing anything. It's like, yeah. am I, do I have a place to stay? Like how many days I'm going to work? I was like, please tell me something. He's like, no, just come. We have, we, have, <laughs> we have plenty of work for you. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's, let's see what happened. Yeah. Hop on the train. And uh, he came and picked me up at the station, drove me to Moby's. And, and I've ne East Hampton, I don't think I've ever been to East Hampton before. I've been to Montauk a couple of times. Did not know East Hampton was a thing. Yeah. And yeah, I worked, uh, I think, like 10 days straight. Uh, 10 straight? Mm -hmm, at first, yeah, the first, the first uh, week and, 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 and more. Because, yeah, we were open uh, like five days a week, five or six days a week yeah. at the time. Beginning of summer, we were busy, but nothing too crazy. But just like working again yeah getting a paycheck every week was uh, such a big like i don't know spirit lifter rejuvenation yeah, yeah. a little more gas in the oh, tank fresh hair man it was yeah. it was so good I, I needed that so bad being with the team and we you know the, the thing is and that's why i think like people stick together a lot over there and you know i can call those people family because we were living in quarantine for three months and we all came out over there all of all of the sudden out of our boring routine and you know and work it started to work and like hang out and you know after a long service like go and do a little bonfire and just chat about life and yeah. what happened and you know it's like i think a massive like, therapy for everyone of course you know and it's yeah. it, was, it ended up being a just very very special connections you know the human connection yeah. yeah you know minds you know talking yeah. expressing feelings yeah. yeah yeah so yeah that's how it started um i started on the floor a uh, little bit on the bar because really? yeah it was okay. not busy enough at first and they didn't need some some people working on the floor and you know at the end of the day i, I, I don't mind you know it's, it's part of it and i was it really it. out of the element for you to a little bit i've done mobile because it's different when you're stationary in that very commanding position yeah that back and forth how was that uh challenging at first but you know i i i did it i yeah. i think I, I i did it okay yeah. you know i don't think i was the best server over there but i uh you know i enjoyed it yeah it was cool um and then i think after three weeks i was uh, full-time at the bar uh yeah working with like rodrigo and mm -hmm. gustavo at the time yeah. and very simple program you know um, and that was the beauty of Moby's, something easy and, and, and designed to do a lot of covers, a yeah. lot of lot of volume. For sure. Uh, so batching everything, um, you know, shaking, pouring, pinch of salt, margaritas, freaking <laughs> rum punch. Drop a lime in it. Drop that's it. it that's it. it yeah. Out, yeah. yeah. And, you know, at the time we were working with like plastic cups and, you know, because COVID, like not washing anything. Like, For a time, I'm sorry, Earth, but I really yeah. enjoyed the plastic cups. Did, did, well, the good thing is we, we use a biodegradable oh, product. Good. So plant-based. So we, we did it okay. Cool. We did cool. it okay. I think like footprint was quite minimal. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, um, doing uh, 600, 800 covers on a, you know, on a Labor Day weekend and doing, yeah. you know, three to four on a daily. A Dude, I was, I was not expecting that, to be honest, like that type of vol volume. Yeah. Yeah, on a Sunday or Monday, we would do like, yeah, like 300, 300, 400 covers. Easily. Six, 700 on the weekends, yeah. which is insane. Like if you took those numbers compared to the city, for instance. Yeah. Or anywhere else in the world. Actually, right. like, I don't know. I would like to know how many places on earth, hospitality industry, restaurants, have done that. That's, I, that's what I'm most like shocked about. So I'm saying restaurant of the year, because how'd you do that over a whole weekend? 
2,400 people walked in. Crazy. And pretty, it was pretty safe. Yeah. Because of the, you know, the place itself is huge. I don't, anyone has been to Mobis or Google it, like you'll see it. It's, it's, there's a massive lawn. Um, tables were like six feet apart. People were not crossing path. It was you know. all compliant. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. really well. And I, I personally, as, you know, working there, I never felt um, uncomfortable about anything right you know it was it was well managed and you know chapeau to those guys you know nick and lincoln like they did they did it pretty well yeah, yeah. They, they definitely I, I every time i, I, st I saw nick in the, in the after hours it'd be like dude yeah. i'm shocked like right like, you're like the goat man like, yeah. yeah 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 like yeah what like you know you got lincoln doing all like all the manual stuff and then mm -hmm. nick's just like the, the mind just gearing things yeah. Lincoln is the party. You put those together, and yeah, they are the yin, yin and the yang. That's what yeah, you say, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah they, they, they balance each other. It's pretty a good well. partnership. A hundred percent for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, um, are, are you happy that days are done? Are you ready to yeah set sail on a different on a different course? Yeah, I'm ready for a new chapter. So you know, I ended up working you know almost five months at Moby's. Yeah. Um, and after a little bit, the thing changed a little bit. Obviously, like the dynamic. Summer was summer, uh, but then you know we entered and they redesigned the place like it was it was cool but the team also shrank a lot of friends left uh we were not as busy during the week we had good right. weekends but uh and it was getting cold you know so beach time not so much you know yeah. it, was, it was cool like in the summer like you wake up in the morning you go take a deep you know you go and get a coffee it's yeah. beautiful like everything is green it's leaf on trees <laughs> and like it's september yeah. right you know yeah, october it's, it's a very serene spot yeah very much yeah. so but like you know it was not as the adrenaline came down a little bit and sure. you're like okay that's more of a like small town kind of feel like yeah. not as many people are here and um so i think like the f the last i would say like month was different i enjoyed it as well but uh but i was looking to like okay what's next you know yeah um and yeah so what's next i'm actually going to mexico in three days brother this is it. I'm not, uh, yeah. not staying in New York for the winter. I need a, I need a little break, like professionally, personally as well. I went through a lot of things during summer, and uh, I think I think I need a, I need a reset. We all do. I need to reset, and yeah. um, I think you, you first, then everybody else. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, but like it, you know, it's it's uh, Mexico is is a place that you know. I see Mexico as my lover. I, <laughs> I love Mexico. To me, like I um. I, I don't know, there's the, the people, the, the culture, the, there's something special about it and I always feel really good. I lived there for a year in Guadalajara, okay. but um, every time I go back there and I have so many friends, I it, it's, it gives me something, you know, yeah. there's, 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 there's a feel about Mexico that always makes me... You spoke Spanish so well, I thought you were from Mexico. Yeah, I didn't learn later, I didn't learn until later that you were French. Yeah. A few, uh, like, a few I people could have told, like, said by the name. But like, you can't really judge the book by its cover. Right, right. Like, if I have a conversation with you, if you're Spanish speak speaking, uh, you you'll get that I'm I'm not from there. But like, a few sentences here, there, if you hear me, like, yeah, you you probably won't be able to tell. And I enjoy it. I love speaking Spanish. Yeah. So much. Yeah. It's my. It's, I it's love quite, that language. It's quite a beautiful language. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I told you like school is not, is not a thing for me, and language was not a thing for me. But living in a country, which what I, this is what I did in in England. You know, you put yourself in like survival mode. You're yeah. Like, you don't speak the language, you fucked. Yeah. Like, nothing's gonna happen for you. You're yeah. not gonna have friends. You're not gonna have a job. You need to. Put it's just, just, just like here, language yeah. barriers. It's one of the toughest things. Yeah, it's very. I got hard. people that we work with that are better than me, can do my job two or three times, mm -hmm. but just won't be in the position I'm just because 
of a language barrier. Yeah. And that it obviously breaks my heart. I mean, I, but it's a, it's a reality. Like if I move to Spain, I'm going to be in the same boat. I'll yeah. probably be blessing tables yeah. in that position if, if I don't perfect the language. Exactly. You know, so. tough reality. It is. It is a little bit. But, yeah. you know, once, you, once you're there and you learn, the, you, I don't know, you just learn the language. And, yeah, it's, it's beautiful when you, when you actually have a, when you make it and you can have a conversation with someone from there talking their language. Yeah. You know, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, like, taken away by how movies had such talent. Yeah. Well, we're like, they were lucky this year. Because of COVID, <laughs> yeah. they managed to get incredible people, yeah. an incredible team together. If you think about it, like we had people from Nomad, EMP, uh, Atla, yeah. and and many, like, like here, yeah. like a legacy <laughs> record. Like, dude, like, I don't know if they're going to have a team like that anytime soon again, you know, because... We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. I'll go back to movies next year. If there's yeah? nothing, oh, 100%. But if there's nothing, though. Well, yeah, because... Is that the only clause, or...? No, well... I'm I'm still you know working for for Abraco and and, yeah. and they obviously are my my main you know yeah that's, my that's main job bag. yes I get my, it that's my yeah. career um, but uh, yeah I'll I'll go back to Mobis if uh, if needed and if I don't have anything else yeah that's a, a solid plan B yep I, I, that's like who has that yeah uh, I go to the Hamptons if I still feel like it. I know I know, <laughs> no, I know again lucky I'm a lucky man. I kind of, I kind of taunted. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah I'm the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. Hamptons for the summer, a couple of months, you know, yeah, hang out. Good. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was really, really, really blown away with the people they had there because yeah. I, I was among those ranks. Like, hey, yeah. this to me was the most popping restaurant. I'm here at the uh -huh. most popping restaurant. These people are great. They're like, they're flawless. Every, yeah. Everybody knows everything. We're crushing. I was like, it's, mm -hmm. it's easy. It, it wasn't really that difficult. It was fast. It was hard. It was yeah. hard when it comes to pace. Yeah. And the amount of volume. The volume, yeah. But it was easy to work there yeah. because mainly the people too. Like, oh, for like sure. you spoke at the bonfires. So memorable that one night where you um, we went to the beach and the full moon was oh, so bright. Dude. And just lit the whole day what up. What a night. Ah, amazing. What I had no problem being up till eight in the morning. Right? No problem. I know. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Those nights, you know, like yeah. they, they made they made the whole experience very special. Yeah. We worked hard, we played hard. At the end of the day, like, yeah, you know, it's something that will remember for a very very long time yeah for sure it's, it's definitely engraved in my head also mm -hmm. so at this point i'd like to do a um, small intermission we're going to hear from our sponsors and mm -hmm. we're going to come back and talk more about how new york featured in your career we're going to dig just a little deeper Ooh, let's do this all right this is the hot plates and Crease podcast we'll be back the wine enjoyed on this episode was provided by parcel wine shop a curated wine shop and online retailer with nationwide shipping curated by a team of New York's finest sommeliers. Located at 511 West 38th Street in Hudson Yards, New York City. Subscribe to Parcells Wine Drop, a new delivery service featuring three hand-selected bottles for $95 per month. Parcell, wine for every scenario. The Hot Plates and Grace podcast was brought to you by Delicious Hospitality Group. The group that brought you Charlie Bird, Pasquale Jones, Legacy Records, Ada's Place, Easy Victor's Cafe, and a brand new restaurant that's coming soon. These are my favorite places in Manhattan where you can eat great food, drink fantastic wine, and listen to a fire curated playlist. Place an order today. Now back to the show.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot Plates and Grace podcast. I have Maxime, bar director, perfect guy, amazing guy, and we're going to talk about um, the perfect city, New York. New York City. Let's talk more about that. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to know how much does New York inspire you when it comes to featuring your career? Is it just for opportunity, or are you um, motivated by any like past artworks, any past um, chefs, bartenders, yeah. or um, restaurants that kind of draw you mm-hmm. to, drawn you to the city? To be honest, not really. So when I first moved to New York, it was it was to bo- supposed to be a three month thing, like a summer. So it was 2012 when I first moved here. Um, left London uh, in a gloomy summer over there. Not not that great. Yeah. Uh, and moved here just out of curiosity, to be honest. I did not know what to expect uh, of New York. I had this idea of like, you know, big buildings and whatnot, and, <laughs> you know, a little dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. I'm going to give it a try. Um, and I was, you know, surprised in many ways. At first, I hated it. I was like, this is chaotic. I'm coming from a, a, a city, London, which is well organized, way cleaner. Um, and yeah, I, I just like, you know, in the middle of summer, I remember crossing the Manhattan Bridge the first day I was there and arriving in Chinatown. Yeah. You know, you know, Chinatown in the summer, yeah. right? It's that is not, not the place not to the show up place. for the first time uh, in New York. And so I did not love it at first. It took me about a month to to fall in love with New York and, and the people and the energy and, you know, and, and, you know, in New York, at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, being open-minded, m- connecting with people and that's the beauty of that city and that's what I loved about is like you can sit down at the bar grab a glass of wine and then having a, an amazing conversation with your with your you know the guy next to you or whatever you know and and that's that's what I fell in love with the energy the people the diversity you yeah. know uh, it was incredible and and yeah the three months became became eight years yeah you know basically so no I did not move to New York because I wanted to um, to make a career or a right. living here, I moved out of curiosity. I just wanted to to check it out because, yeah. you know, you got it, there's many places in the world where what I do, you know, bartending or hospitality industry in general yeah. is great. But again, London, capital of the world for cocktail, and then you also have New York. You know, yeah, um, that's what I wanted to see and check out. You know, and, and yeah, I was not curiosity, I was not disappointed. Curiosity was, killed the cat, huh? Yeah, I was not disappointed. Yeah. yeah. So what was the wine shop that you started working at? Oh man, it was on Atlantic Avenue. I can't in Brooklyn? Even, yeah, in Brooklyn, yeah. Okay. I can't even remember the name. But uh, a friend of a friend helped me out. I uh, did not really have paper at the time. Yeah. You know, so I was just yeah. a tourist trying yeah. to make it. You <laughs> uh, pay me cash, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the table, yeah. stay alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, this guy's French. He knows about wine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Put the accent on. Yeah, yeah. You know, people you, you will buy. Say anything. Yeah. I, I'd buy a bottle yeah. of wine. I, I knew a little bit about wine. I'm yeah. way better now. I, right. I got my, you know, some certification. And oh, stuff nice. Like the levels. Yeah, one first okay. level. Okay, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, at the time I, uh, yeah, just you know, I was just working in restaurants in general, so I knew a little bit, but not not that much. But that thing saved me. And then I worked also as well uh, at a place called Candela Candela on Second Avenue. Uh, that place was quite something, man. I was not making any money, and you know the the well. I remember had a, a vodka called vodka, a gin called gin, <laughs> and I was like the stuff that you clean your bathroom with. Oh my god! Yeah. They use it probably for hand sanitizer now. Yeah, probably. You know? Yeah, that would be a good one. Actually. Yeah, that they would be really good. But yeah, at the time I didn't really care. It was just like a, a few months thing, and, and and actually had my visa to go and live in Australia. 
Really? So that was my next move. Yeah. Never happened. Wow. So you canceled that. Yeah, Australia never happened wow. uh, because I stayed here. You yeah. know, I after those three months, uh, Naren, who I was living with. Um, oh, it's me. a roommate of yours. Well, yeah, we did not know each other. Wow. I did not know who he was. Like, wow. honestly, like, I did not do my re- research at the time. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to move here. I, I got connected through a friend's. Uh, Yael was like that girl like saved me and made everything happen literally um, and when I moved with him like I was like okay this guy is actually a big deal here you know and uh, he, he helped me a lot you know he, through connection and, and he gave me the opportunity at Saxon so I've, at the end of my three months he was like do you want to come back and, and work with us yeah. and I was like yes yes please nice so I came back in France pack up some more stuff and came back to America Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Found a home as well. I'm That's glad we were able to do that because yeah. sometimes uh, you can get a little stain on your shirt from New York yeah. and the stain doesn't wash out sometimes. Yeah. People move on and just say, I'm, yeah. I can't go. Like, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I was, uh, I fell in love with it. That's good. There's no way I, I was not. I. Yeah. But I got family who was born and raised here, so I, I've been coming since yeah. I was a kid, and I've always, right. always, my whole life. Yeah. And now I'm here, and it's like my mother, she hasn't left Virginia since I was born, but I'm here, and I'm probably not going to leave until I die, you know? Mm-hmm. It's amazing how it flips. Yeah, man. Uh, since you were speaking about the hospitality and kind of how it saved you, and it pretty much kept you here, literally. Yeah. So comparing it to other cities that have excellent dining, you've been around different places. You've been to Mexico. You've been to England. Um, you're from France. How does compared to that, how does that have more of a draw in the level of expertise, diversity to cuisine and the style of service? I'm more interested in the style of service too. Yeah, I think here, I think the main difference between like, you know, either France or think things have changed a little bit, but uh, I think it's the experience. You know, New York experience is something very unique. You know, yeah. the way your your bartender, the way your, 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 your server is going to make you feel, you know, you walk into a place beautiful place and and then and then someone will make your experience memorable and i think that's what separate new york to the rest uh of of other city i think there's a gap closing now to be honest with you with with other other other, yeah yeah, it's a good good thing but new york will always if you go to the good places obviously people who care and and, 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 and and will craft an experience for you. I think that's what separates New York from others. You have a level of, of expertise that is really high. You've got a diversity that's incredible. And and yeah, people will make you feel like, like you're home. And it's a tough city. New York is a very tough city. Yes. But you're walking to a place and it feels like home and you're like, oh damn, that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very unique. Yeah. That feeling, you don't have that everywhere. Yeah. So I have this theory of like people walk. Every guest walks in, shoulders up. Mm-hmm. They're stiff. They walk around. Um, and it's, I got real New Yorkers are like that. Right. <laughs> You're a New Yorker. And it's like your that. job to make those shoulders go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let them kick back, relax. Yeah. I notice if Very I can true. let a guest do that, and I see like their legs are kicked out, they're chilling, swirling their wine. Yeah. I've done my job. A hundred percent. You know, they feel like literally they're at home. Yeah. Because yeah. who does that? Who in the middle of a restaurant kicks their legs out? Yeah. Unless you feel like you're at home. And they'll come back. Exactly. And when they come back, it's really tough because let's say you have, let's say you're doing 300 covers a night. So you work five days a week. So a lot of people coming that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to remember a face. Very true. But they'll remember your face and they'll remind you. And that's when that connection is built. That's the second visit, right? Yeah. Yeah. The third visit, you recognize them. They recognize you. Now, you've established a regular. you mm-hmm. established somebody who may be down to come here for a year or two. Yeah. And you that's know? the whole point of what we do. Yeah. Because yeah. I know for a fact, when I'm, where I'm from, Virginia, they do not care about that. No? No. So yeah. I, I had never been to a restaurant in Virginia where I was like, this is 
whoa. Different mentality, you know, right. they, they don't necessarily see it, but which is a shame because I think that's the core, that's the essence of what we do. Right. Like doing good food, making great drinks is a thing. It's yeah. one thing. It's important. Yeah. But I feel like the experience overall is 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 key. Yeah. You know? Very, very Welcoming so. someone to your home. Yeah. You know? Because like there's, there's a saying, I think it's that you can eat out three times a day, seven days a week for 20 years and never eat at the same place. Right. That's, that's also very true. And somebody said, actually, that's changed. We can go now 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's maybe, maybe we went back a little bit now. Yeah. COVID, but yeah, yeah, no. You I, could possibly I, do it in a month now, you know? I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. So let's talk about some experiences you had in the city. What's your best experience? Food-wise? Drink-wise? Food, going out could be um, like an experience. Like for me, I really enjoy like a friend gathering, mm -hmm. cooking, drinking wine, yeah. talking. That's my experience. Yeah. But it could be different for you. Yeah, yeah. Cooking at home, cooking for friends. It's definitely something I love. Because you welcome someone to your home when yeah. you're going to someone's home and it's it always feels very special. Sorry. Um, I love cooking for friends and yeah, this is I would say like this this might be like one of my favorite things to do in, in the world. Um, then you know, going out in the city is always something special. Yeah. You get dressed up, you're like <laughs> ready, like gonna yeah. go for a drink here and there and then going for dinner and then yeah. maybe we'll go for a nightcap, you know, somewhere yeah. else. And you know, New York is so cool, like you can jump on the cab, you know, in the cab and like you go from place to place. It's it's so cool, it's so special. From New York to Brooklyn to you know, wherever you wanna go. There's so much that 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 town has so much to offer. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, some of my favorite places. Oh, there's so many, man. Um, but I'd say, like you know, starting for a little aperitivo at Dante. Definitely a good I've heard thing. great things about it. Yeah, it's you know pretty special. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's, what's your aperitivo? Maybe a little bite. I love americanos. Yeah. Americanos, negronis. That's Oof, that's how I start my, my evening with Americanos definitely. Uh, maybe move on with a Negroni. It depends the kind of day I had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh yeah, like long aperitif, like that's that's the kind of cocktail I, I, I love. Nice. Um, then I drink I love wine, wine beer sometimes. Um and then, you know, dinner, oh man, this again, so many places, so many places. I don't know. Honestly, like the last really good, really good meal I had in New York, mind blowing was Crown Chai. Oh, yeah, uh, I heard yeah. that place impeccable. Yeah, impeccable. the building itself, like the experience, just going there, it's like this old building, like, you know, from 1930s, or maybe a little older, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's a landmark, incredible. Yeah. Food is wow. And, yeah, the atmosphere, the treatment that they give to, to their guests, like, you feel, you feel special. Yeah. Um, but dude, there's so many more. I, 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 I could not even, like... Start and I, I to be in, to be honest, I haven't had dinner in, in the city for a very long time. Really? I mean, well, I was in East Hampton for five months, yeah. and then it was COVID. So it's been like, I don't know, seven months, eight months, yeah, maybe more that I didn't have like a New York wow. kind of night. You know, I might have one on Wednesday before I leave. You should. Yeah, I, I want to go and see some friends and have a drink before before I take off. Um, but yeah, and then when it comes to you know cocktail bars like Katana Kitten, like Masa yeah. Masa Rush, just, uh, bar, fantastic. Um, employees only um i mean the place i used to work ghost donkey saxon like those places were to me very special obviously um and there's so many more dead day? rapid yeah dead rabbit pdt yeah. uh blue ribbon like this dude it's oh, endless, that, endless. Was, that was my bag yeah Getting off work at one o'clock in the morning that's it sliding down there 
for some you know hand roasted chicken wings. Yeah. You know, get some oysters. Yeah. Throw back a, a thirty dollars bottle of Austrian red. Uh huh. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Amazing. Yeah, yeah there's uh, that's the beauty of New York. Do you have any horror stories? Uh, I don't think so. It'd be great if it was all love. That'd be I don't know. I mean, Four, I, fourteen years in the city, or no, eight years in the city. Eight years, yeah. Yeah, not have a bad night. That's like, that's pretty good. No, I mean, I, I definitely didn't have like, no honesty, bro. Not not a terrible like something that I'm like, oh my god, I ended up like at the police station or something. No, no. never. <laughs> I was. No, it's always. You're professional. I don't. It's always that. been yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always been. Yeah, no. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Keep keep it on the positive vibes. I yeah. got you. Yeah. So I want to speak now more about like you you as a person in the industry and your contributions to the to the industry. Um, is it your work ethic, your your mindset, or just your approach to hospitality that sets you aside from everybody else? Like, is that is that put you in your own lane? Do you find that you're yeah. doing something different? I think like learning from you know, mentors that I had along the way, you know, like uh, Naren and, you know, and, and Massa and, and, and Ignacio Jimenez, like the approach that I have to hospitality and like the balance, I guess the balance that I have from, you know, running a bar the tightest way possible. Yeah. And also, you know, the creativity. I mean, I, 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 tr I try to be as creative as possible and, you know, um, do something different, but also learning from 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 those guys. Uh, you know, when it comes to hospitality and and, and having uh, guests coming to to your bar and make uh, you know, I was talking about the experience. Yeah, um, and that's why that's why I try you know really hard to make it something memorable and and for people to come back and you know treating. Uh, my people, the people I work with, my team, you know, in the best way possible. Like, so this is something that is very important to me. Um, I've, I've been, you know, at Saxon and Ghost Donkey, we, I've been working with some of the guys for, for seven years, you know, they, yeah. they don't leave because we're a family, you know, and I, and I treat them the way they're supposed to be treated. They give me everything. And so, you know, I want to give them whatever I can to make them happy, you know. Yeah. If you have someone that comes to work and, and, and is happy to come to work because he's going to work with a, with a friend, you know, it's with someone that you care about, um, it will give that happiness to to the guests, to people. And I think this, to me, this is everything. You know, it's like you want a you want a freaking day off on a Saturday night, and oh well, I'll make it work. I'll make it work for you. I'll, I'll work myself. You need you need this because you want to take your life to some to, to another place to something else I'll help you out with this nice. um, yeah this is everything to me you know and that's I hope I hope I'm doing it well and I mean from what I I know and you know working with those guys I think I'm doing okay but uh, there's always yeah. something you know pushing people to be better pushing yeah. your team your and in, in, in individuals and everybody's different obviously yes. but to be to be better every day you know and that's that's it's my main goal, you know. Yeah, and especially working with you, I, I can definitely like attest to that for sure. Thank you. It, it definitely like I always believe the culture of the staff. Yeah. Bleeds through the restaurant. Yeah. Inspiring it, it, people. Right. Inspiring you. They inspiring. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's an exchange. Why did you ever feel it was necessary to establish your voice and take on the role that you have? And are you looking to go higher? Always, I always want to go higher. Okay. I mean, I'm, I um, I don't want to stop where I am and. You know, always looking for 
the next chapter and, and, and what I can do to make more of an impact. And, you know, ultimately what I want to do is, is have my own bar, you know, and um, it's not something that I want to do by myself. You know, I, I, might, I, I will probably end up doing it with, um, with Nacho, like in, in, with Ignacio in the, in the long term. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. Like, you know, have my own business, um, my own vision of things. Um, working for someone is great and I've learned a lot through the years working for the, another company and uh, people's money, yeah. really, <laughs> and learning, you know, it's yeah. all about experience. Yeah. Um, I think I'm ready now. I, I, that's what I want to do in the next few years, you know. Probably New York. Hey, I was going to say, where, where's, your, where's your stronghold? Where I are think you? so. I think New yeah. York, you know. Borough? Like, I'm not Manchester <sighs> City? Maybe Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn. Um, it's, it's a little more laissez-faire there. Yeah. yeah. More space, you know, for mm. what we want to do. Um, yeah, I, th I think in the long term, that's what I want. Uh, and it, I think it will make me grow as well. As uh, And I want to be an entrepreneur, you know. Yeah. I, You know, talking about Nick and Lincoln from Mobis, I think seeing those guys, you know, do what they do it's it's inspiring you know Very you want to so. you want to do what they do you know you want to it's 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 a lot of work and i'm not afraid of it i um and i want to learn you know because yeah. i think being an owner in ultimately makes you a, be a, a better person in a way because you've got so much responsibility you know yeah. people your own money your own self like you put you put stuff at risk you yeah. know um Again, like you go to a country, you learn a language, right? Yeah. You put yourself at risk. It's survival mode. Yeah. I think it's the same thing when you do your own business. Yeah. You put yourself at risk, but you have to do it. And I want to put myself in that situation because that's, I think, when I'm in a, in a position of like, maybe not stress, but like challenging or risking things, that's where I'm the best. Okay. Yeah. You know, I want to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And that's most people are not able to do that. It's, you, you know? just need to jump. Yeah. Once you do it, that's that's when the that's what the, the beauty happens. Yeah, it's even more so when it works out. You yeah, took that obviously. risk. Yeah. There is so much at stake, oh. but yet you succeeded. And it's just yeah. so invigorating. Like, yeah. I need more. Let's do more. Yeah. You know, even getting this started was a challenge in itself. And I now it's wrong. I'm like, I don't ever want to stop. That's so good. You know, let's let's try to yeah. get, let's, let's get this. Let's get that. Like, ooh, I'm, I'm, sh I'm trying to get J. Cole on the show. Whoa, like, seriously? Like, Whoa, we might have to wait on J. Cole, but... <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. But <laughs> Shoot for the stars. That'd you be know? good. Hey, you never know. You never yeah. know. <laughs> so, I want to offer you this time to plug in um, all of your the people you want to shout out, anything that you're going to be working on, um, place you'll be in Guadalajara, and as people want to link up with you in Mexico City and mm -hmm. see what you're about. Um, uh, now, now's the time. I'll give you the floor to just give all your shout outs and plug all your current projects in. Damn, dude, there's, there's so many people, like, honestly. I mean, the main ones, you know, mentors. Um, or my, let's start with my parents. You know, <laughs> they, they've, my Very parents, my brother, my, my grandparents, you know, who uh, give me, you know, the best, the best life possible, letting me, you know, do my thing and always being supportive. So big shout out to them, obviously, family. Uh, and I miss them dearly. I haven't seen them for over a year and a half because of COVID. I couldn't go home. So uh, hopefully that's going to happen soon. Uh, but then, you know, when it comes to, to mentor and, and, and professional life, um, Esther Medina, Gregor the Grunter, that's my mentor back in England and who started everything and, you know, and give me the passion and the love for, for that job. And then when I, when I moved to, um, 
to to New York, um, you know, definitely uh, Naren Young, and his wife Kimiko also, who helped helped me a lot, a lot at the beginning. Um, Lyndon Pride, who's the owner of Dante, you know, yeah. also like always push me and help me with visa stuff and yeah. legal things, and you know, always check up on me, and you know, very 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 important. Um, Ignacio Jimenez, my best friend, and always like there on good times and bad times, you know. Uh, Massa, uh, also very important in like you know my creative approach of cocktails and and experience with people and and stuff like that. He's you know he's got a, a very different vision of things and you know one of those people that see life in a way you don't, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, professionally like the, and there, there's so many more honestly like you know different brands that I've been working with you know um, yeah I, I, the list is too long brother but like yeah. I, I'm I'm very grateful for like whoever you know crossed path with me and 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 gave me something and I hope I I, I did the same for them um, and yeah you know connection with humans is is everything and you know I believe in karma yes. if you're good to people good good things will happen to you I want to keep that you know keep that, it going it's a good, yeah it's a, it's a good mindset yeah man I'm definitely definitely feeling it and I want to say thank you as well for joining me on this on my show man it's a ah. it's a huge honor like. You're, you're a heavy hitter, and I really appreciate you. you pulling up and, like, giving me your, your story and your background because yeah. I was obviously very intrigued, and I think this is um, it's perfect, man. I really thank you for enjoying the wine with me, oh, too. Thanks, thanks to you, brother. Did the wine pair well with the conversation? Yeah. Yeah? Let's cheers again. Yes, sir. Love you, my man. Love you, too, man. So if you're comfortable, we could do another cheers, but this time give us a, give us a quote. Um, like to end every episode with giving a toast. My my toast at every is you know staying positive, testing negative. That that's me. Was that being positive? No, staying positive and testing negative. Testing negative. Okay. It's even more so relevant now. Back then it was about STDs. Now it's about testing negative for COVID. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. Damn, I'm going to do a test yeah. tomorrow. I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I don't really have a quote, but you know, uh, I just say, life is good. And take uh, the biggest bite you can out of it. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Yes, indeed. All right, so what we did at Legacy Records at the end of every pre-shift, mm -hmm. did it at Moby's as well. Mm -hmm. I love how that was adopted into there because that's, to me, um, it's a great way to go out. Yeah. So get, get your information. You talk about the meeting for the day. And just like a sports team, three, two, one, clap. And if we got the clap in unison, we're all in unison. We're all on the same page. Yeah. Energy's right. We're all going to have a good night. The clap was off. It may be an off night. Yeah, yeah. You know? So this will set the tone for the rest of the day for us. So if you lead us in a three, two, one, we'll clap. So it's like uh, the, way, the way they say it is like uh, clap on me, clap on three, one, two, three. That's their way. You know, just three, two, one. Okay, you ready, buddy? Good time. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Nice. Three, two, one. I think that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Hot Plates and Grapes podcast, the podcast made for those on the grind in the hospitality industry. Be sure to follow us on Instagram for more content. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you're on the go, you can find us on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and Anchor FM. Stay tuned for new episodes every other Tuesday at 7 p.m.